All right, guys. The last thing we uh, were talking about was uh, was Shmuel. He said a bunch of different things here. Okay. The halachas like Shemesh Azuri. The last thing we said was Hakol Holeich Achar Gemar Pri. And he also said, uh, what did we say? We'll get to right now. Uh, look at Rashi on the top. What we see the Gemara says Utricha. Tab Yudalam Nal. Utricha. These are all necessary statements. Look at Rashi. Utricha. Hani Tlat Deshmuah. Halacha Karebi Shemesh Azuri. Vilakol Ein Bila. There's three different statements of Shmuel, and they also, in combination, are going to be necessary, even though they somewhat seem to be contradictory. We'll see. Because if you, if you all you know, told us that Allah has a Bila. I would have thought it's because Rosh Hashim says, Yesh Bila. Remember that thing with the mixture? And it all mixes together, he says, and therefore you can mix the things from the previous years, and it all comes out great. So that's why Shmuel has to come and teach us that there's uh, no, there's no bila. <laughs> that's not true. If you only taught us that there was no bila, how do I mean We have that he holds like the rabbanon. Okay, Rashi says kerabanon severely. Right, he would say like the rabbanon that if you have new and old grain uh, stuff that are mixed together, there's no remedy because you can't uh, undo it. Right, Shemeshazuri said when you take it from the old and stuff that put together, so it comes in perfect proportion. Rabban doesn't think that. So if he said he think he holds like the rabbanon, but he doesn't. But he doesn't. That's why he's coming to teach us that Lachazak Shem Shazuri. Vish mean Hamni Targdin, if he told us only these two things, that Lachazak Shem Shazuri and Yesh Bila, I'm sorry, and he would say, Lachol Ain Bila, what would we say? He would say, Lach the place, Havamina Kasha Dishmal Dishmal. But they said that those two things are self contradictory. And the one Hamishim Shazuri's whole premise seems to be that there is Bila. And Shmuel also says there's no Bila. Well, you can't do both. Which one is it? So Kamash Malama Kolalecha Chagbar Pri. So that's what it comes to teach us. Everything follows the ripening. If everything follows the ripening, then the date for when we, uh, for we, how we label these particular, this particular produce is much later. It's much later. So what you thought you'd have was a mixture of old produce and new produce is actually not a mixture at all. It's all new produce. Okay, and that's what he ends up saying. That's what Shmuel's really saying is that, uh, like when we say behold like Shemesh Azuri, what he means to say is like in, in the Machloka, Shemesh Azuri and the Rabbanan, we actually say like Shemesh Azuri, he is right, but not good for the reason he said, which we'll see more about, but it's because of what the last thing we're Shmuel saying, which is we follow the Gemara Pri, so that's the, that's the answer. So Gemara says, well, Ish mean Hakol Gemara Pri. So he said, well, if you just said everything follows the Gemara Pri, that would have sort of solved all your problems. Hava Amina Afilu Tzvuah Vizetim. Nami. I would have said, yeah, that applies also to Tzvuah and Vizetim, to grain and olives. Kamash Malan, Halach Gemara Shazuri, Bemai Tepalik. That's why it comes to teach you the Halach Gemara Shazuri in the areas in which they argue. Rashi says, Right when it comes to these legumes, Rashi says, "Amar Shmuel, the Marbin Hanis Rashin Lifnei Rashana Bnei Shashin Lachar Rashana." He says the ones that take root before Rashana can be mixed with the ones that take root after Rashana. But Yaiv Taim Alimel to be Shum Dehochim Bahem Lachar Gemar Pri. He says the reason is because we follow the Gemar Pri by the by the ripening. About Tovah B'Zeitim Achar Shlish. Because it's one Zeitim, it's about it's the Shlish, not about the Gemar Pri. So it doesn't apply in all circumstances. So you can't just say Hakol Lechachar Gemar Pri because. If that were the case, it would, it would seem to apply in beyond the parameters of Shmuel himself holds. Uh, so let's just teach these two. 
Uh, so, lakol ein bila lamani. So, why do you have to throw in the phrase, lakol ein bila, that there's no mixing? The Gemara says, hakamashalan, delayayin v'shemen, yesh bila. The reason is, he wants to come to teach us that when it comes to wine and oil, there is bila. Right, we said it's only for the solids that, we, that Shmuel would say there's no bila. When it comes to liquid, to a degree, that there is bila. Okay, so it's a lot of different points. That should I make the points. It's a little confusing how Shmuel sort of like says different statements. It's a little cryptic. Put it all together, we can understand what he says. Tanya, we learned in the bright that Rabbi Yossi Haglili Omer. Rabbi Yossi Haglili tells us, It says, when you gather from your uh, goren, the uh, the threshing floor, from the wine vat. Just as the goren and yakub are special and that they grow, they, they, the items that grow there uh, grow based on the water of the previous year. And they also get the master separated based on the previous year, you know, whatever the rainfall was. So that comes to teach us basically this. So too, anything that grows based on the water from the previous year has the masrot associated with the previous year. Okay, pretty straightforward. Yatsu yurako. This comes to exclude vegetables. Shekdilin amei shana haba'a. Umidatsrin shana haba'a. It excludes vegetables because they grow based on based on the future year, the next year's uh, water. Right? It's a constant growth with the vegetables, so they need a constant uh, watering. And if you move, and that moves even to the following year. So they therefore uh, have the label of the uh, for Maser for the, uh, for the following uh, for the following year. Okay, that's his understanding. Rabbi Kibo Meir, Bos B'cham B'gam B'cham B'gibecha, is a slightly different uh, interpretation. Ma garn b'yakam yuchadin shekdelam arov ma'yim umitoshim l'shana shavra. Just as the garn and yakam are special in that they grow on a rov ma'yim. Uh, Rashi says here, rov ma'yim heim me'gishamim, that's, that's uh, rainwater. Sherov z'raim d'elim ayadam, that most, uh, I guess, uh, plants grow based on the rainwater. Of course, shekdelim arov uh, Mayim. So, so too, all these other uh, things that grow based on the rainwater. Uh, uh, sorry. Did I skip the line? Right, so they go for the previous uh, um, year. Uh, which not gadel on the rov mayim, they're gadel on kol mayim. The difference between rov mayim and kol mayim is irrigation. That uh, rov mayim means just rainwater. Kol mayim means even the like sort of irrigating and watering them on your own. And therefore, those things again rely on the future year. Now, that basically sounds to be like the same point. I mean, it's said it different ways. That sounds like basically the same idea. The Yerakot basically gets moved to the next year. So the Gemara says, Ma'ibenayu. So what's the difference between them? What's the Nafkamino? Amr Abibel, B'talim Hasarisin Upulamitri. The difference is that the B'talim series Asaris, you know, is like as a eunuch, right? In the, in the uh, human terms. So B'tal Saris is a seedless onion. Okay, so it doesn't have seeds for that to produce more. Right, that's why it's just like a Saris. And Pulamitri is the cow pea that we had, I think, yesterday. Uh, that's the difference. It's not as we learned in the Mishnah, Mazach HaShu'id. B'talim Hasarisin so these two things, if you withheld water from them 30 days before Rosh Hashanah, uh, so then they, they have the, the miser for the previous year, and then they're permitted to be eaten on, uh, on Shvi'it, okay? Uh, but if not, they'd be prohibited uh, on the seventh year because it'd be considered to be seventh year produce. Or if it's not a Shemitah year, there would be Miser for the following year, right? If, if, again, it's, it gives us a, both those halachos, right, are sort of contradictory. Miser and Shemitah don't coexist. 
right? You know, not high advisor for for the shemitah produce. So the idea is when we ever say, say things like that, we mean if it was a sixth year produce going to the seventh year, so it's considered to be seventh year produce. If it was let's say fourth year into fifth year, so it'd be the fifth year as opposed to fourth year. Okay. Now, if you look at this, a nice long Rashi here on Ika Benayu, and he basically gives two completely different explanations. The question was when he said Ika Benayu, the difference between the, let's say Rabbi Kiva and uh, and Rabbi Yossi Haglili. So the uh, uh, the question was, you said the nafkmias, but salim is seen. So the question was like, which which opinion says what? And Rashi essentially has two completely different explanations. One's according to one opinion, one's according to the other opinion. It's uh, it's not so clear. If you just read the Gemara itself, it's not so clear which one sort of like wins out. And that's uh, whatever. So it's it's, a, it's a, you know it's an interesting Rashi if you want to read it through. Uh, but it basically ends up with two completely opposite possibilities there. So we'll leave it v'tarachim. Uh, okay. Now, that takes us to the next part. The next part of the Mishnah is V'echa B'Shvat Rosh Hashanah Le'ilan. So Beit Shammai had said that Rosh Chodesh Shvat is a Rosh Hashanah for the trees. And we know that Beit Hillel says it's two B'Shvat. Right? So Gemara says, by time. And what's the reason for this? Amar Abelaz or Amar Bushaya. Ho'il B'Yatsu Rov Gishmei Shana V'adayin Rov Tkufa Mibachutz. Okay, he says it's because most of the rainfall has already happened. Right? You think about it, thinking two bishvat, you know, rosh chodesh shvat, whatever it is. That's right around January. Okay, so you think in Israel, January time, you know, November, December, that's really where the heavy rainfall generally is. By the time you get to two bishvat, that's basically over. Like, you, you, I mean, you still have some rain some years, but most of the time, most of the rainfall has really happened already. But dying rope tukufa in but you still have most of the season to go. I mean, if you think about the tukufa, until you get to tukufa Nissan, there's a lot of time to go. Right, when you talk about Tevet, right, which is uh, which is uh, the winter season, so go Tevet Shvat, you hit Shvat very quickly, but there's, there's a lot of time to go uh, still for that. Look at Rashi here. Ha'il biatsu rov gishmei shana, four lines in the bottom. It says shikvar avar rov yomotak shamim shehuzman rivia. Okay, so most of the time of the, of the rainfall has already passed by. That's the time we're really being like sort of like you know uh, a fed in a certain sense. Ve'alah hasraf bi'lanodi. You have like the sap in the trees. V'dim su'a perot chontin me'ata. And now the, the fruits start to ripen. But ve'adai rov tukva tukva tevet mi'bachus. It throws in the word tevet. But most of the tukva is still outside. Meaning adai rov tukva lavo. Okay, so you have most of the tukva. Gemar says, well, my kamar. What's he actually saying? Like, what does that even mean? Like, who cares? What does that have to do? What is the fact that there's most of the rainfall and most of the tukva still has to come? What does that have to do with being the Rosh Hashanah for the Elan? So he says, hachi kamar, afa pish, rov tukva mibachut. What he means to say is, even though most of the tukva is still yet to come, meaning there's still like many, plenty of time left in the tukva, hoil biatsu, rov gishmei shana, since most of the rainfall has already happened, Dot dot dot. Right? So like sort of ends in the middle of a sentence here. But the idea is that that's considered to be a significant enough time to mark it that now, okay, if you, when when, uh, when that date hits, we're considered to be now the next year. Now, what we're going to see in a second is this uh, confusing idea that what happened to Rabbi Kiva here, and we'll start it and we'll stop in the middle. Okay? Tana Rabban, if you learn in the Brayta, Maaseb Rabbi Kiva shalikait beetrog beechad b'shvat that Rabbi Kiva. Uh, picked an etrog on the first day of Shvat, okay? That first day of Shvat is a great date, right? Because it seems to be, according to Beit Shammai, that would be the new year. But according to Beit Shammai, it's the previous year because it's before Tubishvat. Benahagbo Shnei Isurim. They practiced two um, Masers. Look at Rashi, sorry, the Bama Bamanala still. Shnei Isurim, Maser Shani, Bishanashniya, Maser Oni, Bishanashlishit. Because it was, a, it imagine, it's a second year going into the third year. So a second year, right, of the Shemitah cycle, you have to give Master Shady. The third year, you give Master Ani, and he gave both. 
he gave both, which is weird because right, it sounds like he's sort of like straddling between Beit Shammai and Beit Hillel. All right, and that's what it says here: Echad Kedivrei Beit Shammai, Echad Kedivrei Beit Hillel. Seems to be following Beit Shammai on the one hand and Beit Hillel on the other hand. Totally contradictory. So we need to clarify a lot more about that story, which is what we'll do about Tzadikim tomorrow. All right, shalom.